Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. All right. So I don't know what to make of this. Maybe you do. Um, Aspartame, right? World Health Organization came out last week and said aspartame is a carcinogen. Maybe. Kind of. Could be. Possibly. There's all kinds of qualifications around this. Um, If it may be. By definition, I guess it means it may not be. I, I, I don't know. It's all very confusing. Uh, the declaration comes from the world's international agency for uh, World Health Organization's international agency for the research on cancer. And even their director came out and sort of said, well, we're not really sure. So I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of this. But let's see if we can not uh, get some insight and, and a little better understanding about this. We're going to speak with Ryan Marino, who's a medical toxicologist in Cleveland, Ohio. Ryan, thank you for your time. I appreciate you being with us today. Yeah, of course. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, uh, maybe you can help us out. Because, I mean, when it comes to this designation from the WHO, aspartame is now classified as possibly carcinogenic to humans. But like I say, the head of the cancer agency that made the announcement also said, yeah, but this shouldn't be taken as too much. There's no known cancer hazard from aspartame. So so what do we make of this? What are they telling us? So this is, is literally, I think, much ado about nothing. Um, they placed it in this category, which is they have their own classification system, and they put it in a category that says it's possibly a carcinogen. So there's no evidence that it is a carcinogen. Um, and so other things that are in the same category that are, are worth noting include things like aloe vera, um, Wi-Fi is in there. Um, so there's no evidence that aspartame is a carcinogen. Um, and so I'm not entirely sure why they're making such a big deal about this. Um, but there, aspartame, I mean, is a, an old chemical been yeah. around since the 60s, has been incredibly well studied. It's probably one of the most if not the most used non-nutritive sweeteners in, in the world of, of all time. Um, and has there's never been any evidence that it causes cancer in humans, um, despite despite all of this research into that. So, I mean, I guess, and like you say, we're not 100% sure why they would. Is there any reason to, what does this do by making this declaration? Does it help the World Health Organization? Does it open the door to studies? Does I mean, does it do anything? Does it change anything substantially or just sort of confuse people? I think for the most part, it is just confusing people. So, I mean, the IARC, the International Agency for Research on Cancer, um, is their job is to kind of come up with what could potentially be risks and put put different chemicals in in these classifications. Um, so, I mean, they put it in there saying that it could possibly be a carcinogen, which should mean that, that it needs more study. Um, nothing really beyond that. Like I said, I mean, Wi-Fi is in there and and everyone's using Wi-Fi that it doesn't cause cancer that we know. Um, Yeah, so it's interesting. uh, At the same day, there's another agency within the World Health Organization um, that looks at food additives and and food chemicals and released a a statement saying that aspartame is safe in food, um, which is kind of the consensus from every other organization or agency that, that does 
kind of food safety chemical studies. So when we talk about aspartame, like you say, it's been around a long time. I mean, for people out there that consume it, and, and I'll be honest with you, full disclosure, Ryan, I drink a ridiculous amount of Coke Zero. I'm talking like seven, eight liters a day. So if you want a <laughs> test subject, I'm the guy. Um, what Are there other health concerns that we know of when it comes to aspartame? Or, is, or you know, are, are we safe? Because we've always heard that it's bad for you for this, that, and the other thing. What do we know about aspartame? So, yeah, I don't want to say that aspartame is inherently safe or couldn't have problems, but we know that in the amount that's consumed, there are no known health risks. Um, And even in these kind of animal studies that have shown possible carcinogen qualities, which I should say are very um, questionable in themselves, the amount that people would have to consume would be so much that you would have other problems before you even got to a risk of cancer um, just from consuming so much. And so, I mean, I love Coke Zero, Diet Coke as well. I'm not going to change my consumption. Um, I mean, I think for people who have like diabetes, uh, people who just want to reduce their, their sugar intake or their calories, aspartame is definitely useful. Um, not that it's necessarily therapeutic, but uh, it, it is beneficial. Not everyone is going to replace all of, all of their beverages with water. Um, so I do think it has a good role. And we saw a very similar thing happen. I mean, with saccharin was placed in an even more serious risk category for causing cancer. And then years later, when people realized that saccharin did not cause cancer, I mean, I think the, the damage has been done. Um, every, everyone thinks negatively of saccharin nowadays. And you make a good point. I mean, in terms of, let's take a look at, you, know, you always weigh the, the pros and cons here. But in terms of pros for aspartame, we, we know what's going on with obesity. That's a, that's a major situation that we're battling in North America. You've got diabetes and things like that. So there are some positive uses of aspartame in those areas. Like you say, maybe it's not the recommended course of action, but it doesn't hurt, right? Yeah, exactly. And I mean, in a perfect world, everyone would be eating vegetables and drinking water and all of this stuff. But I mean, I think if people want to have a a Coke Zero, a Diet Coke, uh, that's definitely better than having a a sugary beverage. Yeah, makes perfect sense. Okay, so keep doing what you're doing. Don't get too wrapped up in this announcement. It doesn't change anything. Yeah. Perfect. Ryan, that's what we wanted to hear. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Of course. Thanks for covering this.